Uh, okay. Uh, well, listen, Bingo. Sweet, delicious. If you follow me. No, I don't follow you. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Right now. It's not confusing. Just everybody settle down. These are the kind of make you want to dance the night away. I don't get what the hell you're talking about. It's so obvious. Oh, I. You know what? It's not obvious. Now you're being too vague. Okay. About dancing then you crash up into a line of white powder and you snort them up through your nose and they make you high. You use a dollar bill or a straw to do it. They come from Colombia, they're illegal, and they rhyme with propane. Perfect. You found a perfect medium ground there. So you want to sell me cocaine? Yes. Why don't you just come out and say oh, that? Because that is so tacky. It is so tacky. So so it is the kindergarten behavior Good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You are joined by your hosts, Mike and Schmeeve. That was not planned. <laughs> Stole my thunder. <laughs> but do you, do you want to do it? Is, no, no, this is live TV. Let's go. Okay, yeah. Let's do it live. Go. <laughs> Let's do it live. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Uh, how about you, my friend? I'm doing okay. It's, you know, it was an okay day. Happy December, fuckers. Yeah, right? There's we're, like we're, snow and stuff going on. Yeah, we had a big ass snowstorm like entire day of yesterday. Yeah. I hated it. And then like about half of it has melted already. <laughs> I no longer have to leave my house most of the time. So I just kind of look out the window and I'm like, yeah, I, I left my house twice yesterday, and I was not pleased either time, because both <laughs> times I had to clean off my car. <laughs> there was like, there, I think they called for like four inches. I think there was more than that Ooh. when I was said and done yesterday. It was not fun, you know. We're adults so now, any- so all of the uh, weather reports are going to underestimate how much mm-hmm. snow there's going to be. Yeah, yeah, like... As kids... You know, they'd be like, oh, man, there's going to be like a thousand feet of snow. You're going to be buried alive. And then the morning would come and it's like dusting, light dusting, (laughs) still have school. (laughs) Nowadays, they're like, yeah, like two inches. And then you come outside and your car is frozen solid. You have five minutes to get to work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So before we jump into uh, everything, I know that I mentioned stuff on my uh on my mic check last time have you done any of your your did you do any black friday or cyber cyber weekend deals or anything did you do some searching on the webs to buy some cool shit or gifts no okay then (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean somebody somebody sent me a link to a uh a cheap kind of pretty pretty decent but cheap laptop because mm. uh, again I I'm really just annoyed by my Chromebook. Uh, Chromebooks are just trash. If you want they are trash. if you want a laptop that does laptop things, a Chromebook is not what you're looking for. Nope. <laughs> As somebody who used to work in the electronics department at Walmart and always had people asking for cheap laptops, and I would point them to the cheapest model we had, which was like 279 bucks. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, what about these over here that are like 150? And I'm like, 
That's not a laptop. Yeah. Do, do you want it is a glorified tablet? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's your phone, but a little bit bigger, and it has a keyboard and, that'll and, magnetize and, to it, and and somehow less convenient. Yeah. And it's like oh, I would prefer sweet. to use my phone over anything on that. the Google Play Store and Android apps that run like trash. <laughs> Oh sweet! Yeah. It's got there's an Android version of the thing that I used to tab out my like music and stuff, and it crashes every five seconds. Amazing, <laughs> cool, wonderful! What this thing has none of the power required for me to do editing in my fucking living room. Amazing, uh -huh. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, you get a Chromebook if you want to go to a coffee shop and browse the internet, which you might might guess what? type up a document in it. You know. You can do some Google spreadsheeting, maybe. Nobody's using it for that. I actually like to set it up on the windowsill in front of the sink, so while I'm washing dishes, I can stream stuff. That's nice. <laughs> I just have my phone set up that way, though. Well, this is like a bigger screen is the thing. So that, that's true. That's true. Anyway, that's that's about it for me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I've, I've been forgetting to look at Bandcamp on their Bandcamp Fridays, where they give away all their full artist share. Um, so I've, I've missed a lot of things. I still need Oof. to remember, uh, that Melstone did a release, uh, several weeks ago that I need to buy on one of those weekends because they're awesome. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of music coming out nowadays. Obviously, I mean, there, there's not much else to do. Yeah. I've been <laughs> so playing a lot of Final Fantasy nine. That's what takes up my time now. <laughs> anybody who follows just, me saw me tweeting about lunar i'm done with that final fantasy 9 now <laughs> i just bought a persona 5 royal i hear it's good i i've never touched a persona game before but i know that it's by the same people who made Catherine, and i loved the fuck out of Catherine. so i yeah i'm playing this now i was playing man eater for a little bit because it was on sale and that game is a clusterfuck <laughs> well but it's a fun clusterfuck that's like atlas isn't it uh oh what persona yeah 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 it's it's by atlas yeah they're 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 a wild bunch yeah but i love the i love how the games look i love the style of it and the writing is generally pretty damn okay so you should get i, I am down with that you should get the world ends computer. with you you'll love it i've heard of that one and i remember i was going to get it for i don't know what what console there's a switch re-release of it but it's that was what i, I, I hear it's do. not as good <laughs> Exactly. I heard about that, and then I passed on it. So yeah, I just haven't done it. Bear with so me. Mike, I, I have, have a question for you. You do have a question. I may have an answer. Confirm for me. This this mm -hmm. podcast is called Juggalo Judgment, correct? It, that is true. We are here to judge Juggalo related things, right? That is people the plan. Come to hear for our Juggalo opinions, and not yes. video games. <laughs> so true. what? the fuck are we doing here today we are acknowledging the fact that we have hit ten thousand downloads oh my god what oh yes well as a Just reward before. for that for everybody <laughs> listening to so much of us talking shit we have a special episode for you today i want to I I point out that stank biscuits let me know that he binged 13 episodes in one day because that's spotify wrap-up so, yeah, D dude, listen to a fuck ton of, of Juggalo Judgment and one day listen to 13 episodes. I'm sorry that happened to you. 
It's great. But today. Thank you. Let us know if, if we're on your Spotify wrap up. <laughs> Anyways. Today we have a we have a special episode for you. And by special, no. Uh, <laughs> well, yes. Actually, yes, yes. Uh, we we are we are now talking about the final release of an artist on 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 psychopathic. I almost said strange music, but whatever. <laughs> Same shit. Dustin's gonna get salty with you because he wants he wants us to do strange. The final release <laughs> of Esham on East psychopathic. Side hose and money. Ah, one Yola. Ah, one Yola. Yeah. Ah. Yes, this is this is Isham's final solo release that he would ever do with Psychopathic. There is one more project that he was a part of that we'll be talking about uh, within the next like two months, I believe. But yeah, it seems like we were given. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but Acid Rain, which was a, a somewhat of a greatest hits compilation back in 2002, and we had Repentance uh, back in 03, and then we got A1 Yola, which is strictly Esham. This has almost nothing to do with Psychopathic Records at all. Nope. It's kind of like he just did his own thing and turned in a CD and Valenjay was like, okay, let's put this out. As and I then, understand, considered and, and one of his also, best. And Isham also handed him a DVD and he was like, by the way, I made videos for pretty much everything on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this... Uh, I don't I don't have an actual date on when this came out because I don't have that page up but i will check real quick uh in stores on 19th april 2005 wow according to the packaging yep april 19th 05 so right before 420 that's true where you blaze it on get an album all about cocaine on the eve of hitler's birthday he released this (laughs) And yeah, we um, when we talked about Esham back on Repentance, we were generally really surprised about how much we enjoyed that record from a pure like hip hop stance. Yeah. And there while there was some filler, it was generally a pretty good album. Mm-hmm. Now, I should point out this album is one that I picked up a kind of early on and i just remember grabbing it because i was like oh it's that esham guy oh this is on psychopathic records great (laughs) i'll grab it and spoiler i fucking hated this record (laughs) i really did i remember only liking one song and one song only and so yeah, when we were going into into doing this uh, this episode, I was like not looking forward to this one. And yet at the same time, I was like, well, you know what? Repentance really kind of turned me around on on Esham, and I decided to give him a chance with more of his stuff uh, that I haven't listened to yet. I was like, maybe maybe my my stance on A One Yola will change. Has it? We will see. <laughs> But so, before we do that, well, let's talk about a thing here. Let's talk, oh, about, let's a talk few about a thing then. here. Okay. Uh, because there's there's some stuff about this album that I happen to know. Huh? Uh, and I'm just going to talk about it before we jump into it. Okay. Uh, first off, there's the packaging for it. There's, I mean, there's there's a, a, a 
a sleeve for the entire album that is designed in the style of an A1 steak sauce label. Class. Sort of. It's Class. it's close. It doesn't quite use like the font or anything. Like it's it's definitely to have the look. And then oh, on yeah. the inside of it, it's just some coke. <laughs> That's, they probably do that on purpose because they couldn't just have. That's entirely possible. That just showing up on uh, on the front. If you look, like I'm looking at it on on Wikipedia right now, and it does not have the slip cover. Right. Um, yeah. All, all of all there. of the stuff. If you if you look it up, if you're listening to like the full album is on YouTube, and that's how I listen to all of it. If I'm being honest, yeah. even though I have literally it sitting on my hard drive. Um. Yeah. The the cover yeah, that I've they been... use everywhere else is just that the coke yeah. the coke one. Oh, you you did your listens on on YouTube as well. Yeah. I did. I did now as well because I'm like, well, I have YouTube Premium, and I might as well just do that instead of <laughs> putting them back on my phone. My desktop is all the way upstairs. <laughs> I'm already down here. Yeah. That's effort that I don't want to put into this, and that's totally fair. It's the totally other thing fair. that I know about this album before we hop into it is that uh, this was designed to be sort of he was he he crafted three characters in his brain. That he would rap from the perspectives of throughout this album. That is what he went into this with. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that as time goes on. I'm glad that you will because I did not get that at all. Oh, I, it was on Genius and it's it's mentioned I... everywhere. Like in... in... <laughs> In all of the different places. If you look up this album, like, anywhere, it's it's mentioned somewhere in the things. <laughs> all with the same, uh, same source. <laughs> <laughs> Just Esham. Just... <laughs> he, he said it. <laughs> Whether or not he actually did it, that's, that's the question. It's purely speculation. So, before we hop into this album, there's something we gotta do. What's that? Yeah, crack open a motherfucking Fago. Crack open a motherfucking Fago. What do you got? I see a smile on your face that's telling me that you do not have a Fago. I have either the favorite drink or the least favorite drink of one Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bang. <laughs> Cherry Blade Lemonade. Unfortunately, I have not been able to go to um, the Dollar Tree or the Speedway, which are the two locations around me that have the Shop and uh, Save. Fago. Oh, well, the Shop and Save is in New Brighton. No, no, there's the, oh, the in, one um, near us. Yeah. The in, one what, slightly farther than the Speedway. <laughs> in Ambridge? Yeah. Yeah, I don't go there. It's it's not even necessarily Ambridge. It's like, but it's it's floats in between Am Ambridge and Baden. Ambridge, never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. you have that. I will be prepared next time. I promise. I promise. Holy story. Shut the fuck up. I have <laughs> a genuine Fago delicious red pop. Oh, let's crack these bitches open. Wonderful. This shit's delicious. 
Okay. All right, motherfuckers. Let's go. Time to get into this track number one. Since day one. talked about this before we even started recording but there's no like intro to this nope. we're just diving right in track one boom and i gotta say it's a solid hook it is um can you do me a favor i don't know if it lists it in the booklet um do we have production credits i feel like i'm assuming this is all produced by Yishan. I'm i'm going to assume that's my guess but i'll have a look Go ahead and like talk while show. I look this up. <laughs> this, uh, there's, there's so many times where we've said, blah, blah, blah. This sets the tone for the record. And guess what? This sets the tone for the record. <laughs> He's talking about selling Coke. And that is the primary thought that is running rampant throughout this album. Maybe that's a reason why I didn't give a shit about it before. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> that's entirely but possible. It is It is quite possible. <laughs> I had somebody ask me recently about like, oh, I find it interesting that you listen to Cottonmouth Kings since you don't smoke. And I'm like, man, it's still, I like the music. Yeah. I've heard other people rap or rap about drugs or anything but whenever the entire album is about selling coke <laughs> that just gets a little bit lost on me just don't have the the personal connection <laughs> exactly all songs written produced engineered and composed by esham a smith except for two of them okay that's right i think i did see it on um on wikipedia i think two songs were i think one was polar bear I can't remember who the other one was, but that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, we'll Anyways. So, okay. There's, there's so much going on in this book that I'm getting distracted by it. And by <laughs> so much, I mean like there's only like four or five fucking pages to it. But like, I'm just, <laughs> what is what is written in front of me? Like he had things that inspired Clearly me didn't to look create at this A1 you? Yola, Hustlers, Pimps, Max, Juggalos, Rappers, Players, Entrepreneurs, Strippers, God, Forbes 500, <laughs> Money Makers, Drug Dealers. <laughs> There's a whole list. The lyrics to one song, <laughs> then credits at the end. And then the last page of it says, 
Oh my god, this is the soundtrack to the movie A1 Yola Visual, directed by Isham, written by Isham, concept by Isham, filmed by Isham, edited by Isham, and starring in his first long-form movie debut, Isham. <laughs> you never looked at this before before just now, did you? Oh, why the fuck would I? <laughs> what reason did I have? For context, come on. No, shut up. <laughs> So yeah, like I said, so wait, so wait, it said it said that this is the soundtrack to, to the movie A One Yola Visual. So so the A One Yola DVD that came with this, which is literally just a collection of music videos for this, that's a movie. <laughs> it's not a movie. That's a movie. It's not a movie. It is. It is a bunch of music videos just put together. That's a movie. That's all it is. It's a movie musical. <laughs> Anyways. So, as I said, solid hook. It's got a very interesting beat to it. I mean, that's... Isham does that. Like, he's got that mm -hmm. sound to him whenever he produces stuff. I love... And it's it's in here a lot. Like, I've mentioned it somewhere else in here, I remember. But he's got good synth basses on this. Like, really fat synths. And mm -hmm. I love I that. And then the only other thing that I really noted was that he, he slang cocaine. And as such, Nikki would let him hit. <laughs> I I will say, I think that one of the the big standouts throughout the album, and we'll see it as it keeps going, is the instrumentals. Mm -hmm. Where most of the time, I just don't... There's times where I've zoned out during Esham's actual like verses <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest but the beats themselves aren't terrible like he does put effort into those so i can't knock him for that yeah um there are some that i think stand out more than others of course that's the for case sure. with any album but um yeah i mean we'll just we'll just continue on but again know that if you've never listened to this album it is about 95% talking about cocaine. Yeah. Give or take. It's it's very much uh so whenever I said that he's he cre he crafted three characters for this. I I guess I'll I'll leave I'll leave the wrap up for the very end of this, but like mm -hmm. it's the whole thing is dealing with like three people and their intersections with drugs <laughs> mostly. <laughs> like it's it's different levels of of how a person interacts with a uh you know a drug dealing kind of place it's a whole thing but let's let's move on for now track two yep. turbulence and nine eight ignition sequence start engines on five four three I'm high up in the air, I'm feeling the turbulence, but when it comes to work, I'm magnificent serving it. I'm high up in the air, I'm feeling the turbulence, but when it comes to work, I'm magnificent serving it. Lords to my niggas, cheddar boy, clocking figures. Only fuck with the work just to make my pockets bigger. Keep my finger on the trigger of an AK deliver. One shot till you dome, I'll make your whole soul quiver. Shiver like the cold winter in Detroit in December. Your bitch kept begging me to put the dick up in her. She was riding on it hard and feeling the turbulence. I hit it from the back. Then she screamed. 
turbulence. Uh-huh. Remember what I said about the hook in uh, since day one? Mm-hmm. I don't like this one. I <laughs> <laughs> actually don't mind it one. <laughs> did did not. It works. It works really well with the instrumental that he that he made for it. Yeah. Do not care for it. I to each their own. I liked this one. So yeah. Uh, but overall, I, the track is eh for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really care. For I have it. to note something in the very first verse. The Cheddar Boy is back, baby. I don't know why I always notice whenever he calls himself a cheddar boy, but it's always fun. <laughs> so this was a really bad decade um, where like any kind of metaphor that somebody would use in reference to a bomb had to include some like really racist post 9-11 shit. And it's no different here. Yeah, I mean, though, I will say I will say I think it was. I think it was RZA on a um, it was on Chamber Music, I think, which was a really weird album. It wasn't like a Wu Tang album per se, but it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was, <laughs> there was the line that he dropped when he said, "I'm like Muhammad Atta when I'm bombing the set," which was really good. <laughs> I feel like okay, so yeah, we we did get to that point where. For for a while, it was okay. We're referencing, you know, nine eleven mm-hmm. in in this. Um, what other? Uh, I, I I recall some people uh, referenced uh, McVeigh, probably yeah. uh, Timothy McVeigh. Mm-hmm. But then I always, um, I think one of the real popular ones was um, was Vietnam. Yeah, always had to reference Vietnam. Like, I think I think the reason why like some of them really bug me is in in certain ways is like I mean if Riza says I'm like Muhammad Atta when I'm bombing the set like I mean you're just naming a guy who did that cool Timothy McVeigh we know what he done <laughs> but like certain ones where it's just like ah oh, you know like that group of people who are just known for bombing now <laughs> it's yeah. like no you're just sliding it no no you've you fully just moved into that. <laughs> Yeah, that was, I don't know when that period really ended, and I feel like there's probably some of it that still happens now, but yeah, it's, hasn't aged well, we'll just say that. Yeah. We'll we'll go with that. (laughs) But yeah, other than that, I mean, this track was just kind of eh for me. Um, Since day one, I think, is is overtaking it right now. (laughs) I don't mind the beat though. The beat's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it's, it's I, okay. I I'll say this to be completely honest. If if this was if there was an instrumental version of this album, I'd bump it. I could see like, that. I I would totally listen to to an instrumental of this whole album. But yeah. Anyways, I don't have a whole else? lot else to say about this. Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this is gonna be a fairly like quick one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wrote I wrote some about some things, but uh, certain tracks, it's just I don't have a lot to say about these. He's talking about like in in this case, this is where I see him talking about. Uh, so I'll, I'll just say it right now: uh, the three different characters that I believe he is speaking of. One of them mm-hmm. I I view as like a kingpin of sorts. Like they have 
they got all the shit. They're living the high life. Then on another end, you have just like street level drug dealer kind of guy, you know, doing what he do to get by. And then you have person who is not in that, like possible person on person doing the drugs and just kind of stuck in this life where it's just like all of this is kind of happening to me. (laughs) Right, right. And so you're looking at those three different levels is, is what I see in these. Which is clever. I mean, it's, it's, they're not definitely the, a, the, the an problem, interesting concept. The, the problem that I there's there's a big problem with it that I see in this album, and I'll, I will once again get to that later. All right, fair enough. For now, track three, Bolivia. jamming out to this track i was jamming out to this track this was the track that i played the fuck out of this is a good track i I love this fucking song i'm honestly shocked in a way i i I know i'm shocked for a reason but i also know why it doesn't matter explain (laughs) this track uh Roles in a sequence of if if I want to break it down in a certain way, it's I think two, four, four measures in a three, four. I think it's uh, a six, four. It depends on how you're subdividing. Has, yeah, I the way I was because I was actually trying to figure it out when I was doing my listens. Um, the, I think the it's, better way it's to doing... the better way to break it down is actually in in measures of two and then a one. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. Or three, if you want to just which would actually work extra if you're that. doing in measures of two, yeah, yeah, and then a one shit. or fours, and then mm. the extra two beats would be a six. So that's that's how I was was getting the subdivisions. The the important um, thing is is one backbeat is dropped at the end of it, and it just rolls into the next thing, which yep. usually is a thing that bothers the shit out of you in particular. But because I know <laughs> because you can just bop your head to like every single beat. It's slow yep. enough that those changes mm-hmm. don't really trip you up. So I understand why you can let it slide, but I'm still a little bit surprised. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to like call me out on that. Oh, I know. But everything about <laughs> everything about this, like the beat is just hot. I love that. Like it's like a pan flute, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think. Something oh, like. I love it. It sounds so good. And this is just a just a get money song. That's really yeah. all it is. Well, it's it's. Fairly simple. This song is about the Cochabamba water war in Bolivia. 
Well, shit. It was a uh, situation where um, the water supply was being uh, privatized, like sold, like a private company was being put in charge of it, and there were massive fucking protests over this um, because in many areas the cost of water spiked to like 20 bucks a month which to us is like wow that's a fucking dream ain't it 20 bucks a goddamn month for our water <laughs> right Maybe. actually but whenever well, you figure that... but uh whenever you're looking at people who are um making about a hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. uh that's one fifth of their entire earnings which yeah, is exactly. about what they spend on like you know more than what they spend on food in some cases. Mm. Right, right, right. So, so yeah. Actually, this is not about that at all. It's just about getting money. But I just wanted to make a wanted to draw a comparison <laughs> to something that I kind of knew about. <laughs> I really you like the beat. I, I really do like the beat on this. I like the production. I I like the fucking. I love that that cut measure. It's uh, it, mm-hmm. it feels really cool. Um, yeah. and yeah. Uh. His rapping on this is really cool. Like their time, Isham's rapping is hit and miss for me sometimes because sometimes mm-hmm. he's very much he falls into that thing. Um, it's not. It's it's like his version of the uh, of the Mac Lethal Juggalo voice. <laughs> he's not doing the I'm murdering people, but he has his <laughs> own voice where he's really pushing it to sound cool. <laughs> I'm just not. I talked to you about this where I was like, he's like yeah. Paul Walker in Fast and Furious. And I'm like, dog, do you really talk like that? I don't believe that you do. <laughs> I don't believe that's your real voice, Paul Walker. <laughs> I feel like the the voice that he has in here is pretty much like how he actually like talks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I get what, what you're saying. I mean, I feel like every horrorcore rapper does that voice at some point yeah everyone does everybody has has that voice that they slip into when they have to quote unquote get into character right (laughs) like unfortunately icps it kind of changes depending on the era right because if you look at like (laughs) if you look at like riddle box and great malenko that's when their voices especially jays are like super high pitched Like, for no reason, which is why it's the worst whenever Jay tries to do songs from that era. Yeah. if you, I, I think I called this out before. When he does Toy, Toy Box, Box live nowadays and he still tries to do that voice, it is so bad. <laughs> but everybody does the, the quote-unquote horrorcore voice. If you're a horrorcore rapper, everybody tries to do it. If you haven't it, talked like this, you're going to. <laughs> ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Calling you out, Chronic Zombies, you fucking terrible posers damn the hate <laughs> i don't fucking care <laughs> what if they listen to this? what if they were big fans they're not what if dustin is a member of chronic zombies <laughs> if dustin was a member of chronic zombies and there goes our friendship <laughs> damn <laughs> anyway i think i think we're good on bolivia yeah this track is fucking amazing i love it it's a great track up next, track four, Bird After Bird. Money. Got all means necessary. If I don't get it from rapping, it'll be from traffic. Bird after bird.
mansion and the six devils zero. Eight eight on the table getting rocked up. The other eight, I keep them softening in the freezer locked up. Money and the power, money and the power. Got the yay spot moving half a brick an hour. All dime rocks in Detroit grind blocks. Look out for the cops and the neighborhood watch. Rolex diamond invested on some next shit. Arm and hammer baking soda Pyrex shit. Controls America. They moving chickens in everybody area. And Colonel Sanders been dead for years. Crows been flocking on the wire since I was a little kid. Young boys come home, old men from doing bids. Reflecting on the pain 36 holes did. Even the possibility of life without parole won't stop the murder toll or the birds you sold. So if we want to go back to track three and talk about Bolivia again, I'm all about that. Because <laughs> so this you're, track you're is, fan. this track just brought it back down and I do not like it. <laughs> like, uh, this is like a night and day difference. Yeah. And I'm not a fan. This track was okay. There's... He has very good, like, the aesthetics of his music are really cool and interesting. Like, this track, I like the beat for it, and as simple as the hook is, it has a good, like, sort of, there's, like, a good ambiance to it whenever he Mm -hmm. hits that. Like, again, like, we're just talking more about, like, you know dealing and stuff uh wheeling and dealing there's there's one good thing that i really uh noted in this where he he takes a shot at like in america some of you may not know this uh but we have a bit of a history of like the glorification of white crime uh while simultaneously viewing that same kind of crime as like specific to black people and demonizing that side of it and you know as as seen in such things as like sentencing disparity for crack cocaine uh but in this in this case in particular he calls out scarface and i know some people out there will be like but tony montana's cuban but he was played by fucking al pacino <laughs> so like who who could not have a consistent cuban accent throughout sorry that movie. <laughs> it's still white crime <laughs> also scarface is not as good as people think <clears throat> i haven't seen it honestly it is very very long and the best parts are in the beginning and the end ah well it's it's too fucking long for its own good. I think I've seen the end of it before. <laughs> Everybody's seen the fucking end. I played Vice City, which is go, like an alternate version of the end of it where go, he wins. Go go play the Scarface video game. Yeah, there's that too. That came out and starts at the very end. <laughs> well, because everybody already the, knows. There's no, you know. No, except it's it's the end of the movie, but he's fine after. Oh. So yeah. it's not like a flashback thing. No. Oh. It's yeah. From from what I've gathered, it's it's starts from the end of the movie, and he lives. Interesting. And then yeah, I don't fucking know. But anyways, that has nothing to do with this. Um, anyway, uh, this is the first of many Scarface references that he makes in this album. Scarface is is a very popular 
in in rap. Yeah. And I, I mean, I remember way back, and funny enough, it was around this time. Look at back whenever um, MTV had Cribs, mm-hmm. and how many people had. They would like show their DVD collection, or they show like their one room, and they got posters and shit. And whether it's a poster or the DVD, oh, the Scarface, Scarface poster is always there. Yeah, I had a Scarface poster in college. <laughs> Why? I don't fucking know. I was stupid. I mean, um, it was it was a big movie. It was, it was yeah, a big fucking deal. But 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 again, like it's so fucking long. It's it's one of those where people are like, but it's a classic, and it's like. It's a classic waste of fucking time. I don't I don't know of as as many movies that like went into big cocaine kingpin dudes like that. I suppose it's just it's I know it's, I know of like it's, three it's movies that 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 feature cocaine prominently. It's Scarface, Exit Wounds starring DMX and Steven Seagal uh-huh. and Bedazzled. <laughs> Starring fucking oh why can't I think of his name Brendan Fraser? <laughs> oh God! I mean I've seen I've seen movies where cocaine is featured fairly prominently. Yeah, but I don't remember what they are. But yeah, it's it, it's the case of Scarface. It's a big crime one movie. of those movies that it's one of those where people are like it's a classic, and I'm like yeah, and <laughs> big crime movies have to overstay their welcome. You ever see Heat? overstays its welcome it's like three fucking hours long it's probably not three fucking hours it's a very long movie though it should just be the bank heist scene and that's the end of it <laughs> the godfather i was literally gonna say the three godfather three obnoxiously long movies that i have seen none of <laughs> the, the i've seen the first one and there's if, if you don't like movies where there's talking and a significant amount of talking you're not gonna like the godfather you're probably also not gonna like scarface goodfellas just I think is actually a movie that keeps it. it to a reasonable time. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've heard good things. Good I've movie. Never seen it. Anyway, bird after bird, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, this feels probably about as long as those. <laughs> moving, moving that product. You know how it is. Right. Track number five. Just a hustler. Welcome to the player's ball. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a special guest in the house tonight performing live. It's Esham and the Hood Rats straight off the east side doing an original tune for you called Just a Hustler. is that Isham heard Warrior once and made a worse version. Damn. 
There is some harsh dissonance going on in that hook. Pretty spicy. <laughs> and then there's also Isham singing. <laughs> that is also pretty spicy. I don't want it. <laughs> I, um, it's a good up-tempo beat and a good change of pace for the, for the album, though. If I remember correctly, I think this is actually one of the first tracks that I heard. So oh. now that I'm thinking about it, I did not have this album until after I had gotten the Psychopathic the Videos DVD. Oh. Because this track is featured on it. Oh. So that was one of the first things I ever heard about Esham. He didn't have any videos for Repentance. So it was just, I think it was this and maybe one other track, I think, was on that. <laughs> so it was funny whenever Psychopathic the Videos is advertising and having every music video that Psychopathic put out, but they only took one one or two tracks from <laughs> the A1 Yola DVD well. and popped it on there. So that was one of the first things that I heard. And uh, yeah, I, I heard that before I actually bought the CDs. And I remember listening to it and being like, this does not sound like this person that they keep talking about as being like the wicked shit guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will say as 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 much as I will I will goof on his vocals in this, it is nice to hear him do something with different with his voice in this track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I won't fault him for trying something different. I mean, it's not like trying something different, but doing yeah. something different. I think the track so. overall... Okay with me. The beat is dope. Yeah. The beat is dope. And again, um, it is really spicy on that hook. That's, mm. There's yeah. there's that guitar just doing the riff that's throughout the whole other thing, and then there's a second guitar going like, what would clash against this as hard <laughs> as possible? Actually, I don't even think it's that. I think it's probably playing something uh, reasonable, and he probably just detuned it a bit to make it fall out. Um and it, cl- it it just smashes against it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is yeah. it's it's that Esham shit. It's what he likes to do. He likes to make something sound weird and just a little bit fucky. He's about that. You got now, a, you got a, a uh, yeah you got a thing for me. I do. So there are seventeen tracks on this album because of course it's Psychopathic Records. However, three of these songs have hidden tracks. And at 2.58, we have Pill Me. Pill me for my addiction. Fill my prescription. The triangle, because I try every angle. I be that Egyptian who need a prescription. Pain pills fill my addiction. I'm caught up in the mixing, plus I need fixing. This is fact, not fiction. Bitch, why you bitching? Take a listen with your ears and close your mouth. Wash it down with some water for your pills fall out. In the darkness, I hear somebody call out my name. When I think about the past, all I see is the flames. Angels try and save me, but I'm crazy. They say, follow me, but I can't fly with these broken wings and tongues. I've spoken things, don't know what they mean Nightmares that I'm a dope fiend Insomniac, I don't sleep, I can't dream The voices say follow me The pills say swallow me I got a migraine, dead brain cells Amphetamines flowing through my veins Taking me to hell Can't you tell I'm in another dimension Can't you tell I'm in another dimension Hell on earth and I got a life sentence The only way to get to heaven's repentance Feel me for my addiction Feel my prescription, baby I'm your pain 
So I actually noticed, um, literally just in that listen right there, I noticed that um, that aspect that you mentioned about the character of basically the person who is addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually enjoy this this aspect of the song. Yeah. Um, I like this more than just a hustler, I think. <laughs> um, but he he has a way with words. He, he can paint a, a really vivid picture when he wants to. When he wants to. <laughs> when he wants to. Um, I really love the instrumental for this one, though. It uh, has that, that, that kind little of like... chord vamp. Really nice. Yeah, it it has that it has that um, it, it's almost like a like a mid '90s kind of R and B feel to it, mm-hmm. and I really dig that. It's, it's it's nostalgic to me. So hearing that with with him, because we we mentioned Isham's got a nice smooth voice. Yeah, it fits very very well, for sure. And I like this. I like this part of the song. Yeah, this 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 is where he. You really feel like he jumps into a character where you're like, I want to hear about this one because the rest mm-hmm. of it just sounds like you're doing a, like, two of the three characters that he describes in this. I could just hear you on any other track talking about this. Like, this isn't like a unique thing as far as I'm concerned. It sounds like you're just on a uh, maybe a fucking uh, riotous track or something. <laughs> but this it's one is where he's talking character- about something else. It's as if this character is the one who could be the most relatable for some people. For sure. If not, if not relatable directly, relatable to somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this is a this is a good track. It's kind of sad that this is a hidden one, to be, to be honest. Yeah, they could have they could have hidden bird after bird. I don't know. I don't know why the fuck he just. It's just nonsense. It's the same thing that ICP did. Yeah. Two times in a row, didn't they? Didn't they do that on both Wraith albums? Did Hell's Pit have uh, a couple hidden tracks? I don't remember. No, Hell's Pit did not have anything. I feel like we came upon this two times recently. and Maybe not that recently. I know the Wraith had had several. On the Wraith, Wraith, like two tracks had hidden tracks. Yeah. I feel like it happened somewhere else too, but I don't remember. Whatever. It happens all the time on psychopathic records. We're it's, never going to get so rid of dumb. it. It's so dumb. <laughs> anyway, that's that's that track. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say just a hustler again because I don't have these aren't split up, so Pill Me. That one. I didn't even split it up in my notes. I didn't split any of them in my notes. <laughs> I I it wasn't split, I just put the note. Yeah. Of the timestamp, and I did that for all three of them. I paid attention this time. Good. <laughs> Basically, I looked on Wikipedia, and any, any of the ones that said it includes hidden track, and they didn't <laughs> give a timestamp. I'm like, well, you bitches, now I actually have to pay attention to it. Oh no, <laughs> you have to do work. I know, right? <laughs> track six, Yoka Cola. <laughs> Trying to stack my pay, we do it all day. 
Move bricks, cake mix, get out the way of the Chevrolet AK spray. Yeah, it all day. Up your nose, frozen white crystal flicks. Murder any J. Yeah, it all day. A thousand grams, evil schemes and scams. Major yam, yams, blam. Black Al Pacino in Detroit at the MGM Casino. Sniffing nasal on a Motorola. I'm the solar to Yoka Cola. Young Lee Iacocca, snorter, drug habit supporter. Used to move the water from Detroit to Florida. And that's how I get my pay. So I must say, and that's how I get my pay. So I must say, clock cash money. It ain't funny when you gotta eat your yeah. Yoka-Cola. <laughs> Again, we have, like I said, <laughs> way before, that synth bass. Mm-hmm. And this is one where he really lets it, like, like rumble in there. Oh, yeah. I like it sounds that. cool. He, he's going a little bit squirrely with it. And you know what? It's still cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it, it a don't, lot. We don't really hear it on with anybody else on Psychopathic. Um, unless he's the one who's producing it, because yeah. that seems to be like a a, a signature sound for him. Mm. But that's fine. It is cool. I more Scarface un- mentioning exactly. I was just gonna point that out too. <laughs> Doing lots of coke, so much coke. Oh, lots? just just all of the of coke. coke. He just got that big ass desk, that Tony Montana desk, <laughs> big Tony Montana pile of coke just put the face just lay it down in there and the just big breathe tony montana m203 <laughs> i don't remember what the fuck that i don't, I don't remember the numbers of the grenade launcher <laughs> i i have no idea i leave that to somebody else <laughs> yeah i i have nothing else for this there's one. so it's little more... to say about it yeah <laughs> so little to say. i'm gonna i i want to i want to i want to i want to i want st- to stress this i was not going into this episode strictly to talk shit about this album that's not what i wanted to do unfortunately that's what's happening <laughs> if somebody listening absolutely loves this album cool have better taste damn with your esham records damn Mike started I'm beefs not, with everyone. I'm not sorry. First it was Twisted History. <laughs> now it's just anybody who likes this Esham album. I mean, we've said this before. You're allowed to have opinions, but you must acknowledge when the one you have is the wrong one. As determined by us, the correct ones, mostly me. We're the judges. Duh. There's not a hidden track on this one, is there? There is not. Thank God. <laughs> track seven, <laughs> Fall Into the Fire. Oh, hey, it's the intro to Bump This Shit. Damn. It is. It's the exact same thing. Oh, okay. Like, literally the exact same soundbite. I can't listen to the radio, they play too many ghosts I'm trying to get to heaven, but this hell is just too close I want to fall asleep, but then I just might overdose I fall into the fire as my body start to roast Somebody tell the doctor that I need a new prescription A murder was committed, I was fitting the description They said it was an accident, a head-on collision I'll cut you like a surgeon, Scott will make the incision I make the decision 
this shit I twist them, you should listen Don't put your face on the side of a milk box Cause you missing My wicked intuition got me full of suspicion I smell it in the air like a bull when he's shitting I was thinking about this rhyme when it was thundering and lightning. He's just too bad, Mike. He's just too bad. He's always gonna go to hell. And it's so he's not gonna fucking do anything different. <laughs> and this is after he had his repentance. Right? <laughs> there is an amount of uh, this song where he's kind of talking about, you know, the, the societal effects on people that keep them locked into, you know, the, the life that they end up leading and how they're just kind of kind of stuck with that because that's what they have to do. But also there's just a whole lot of it where it's just like, well, I'm just I'm just naturally the bad guy. So I'm going to do the bad things like. Yeah, right, shut up. <laughs> I notice on this track, and I think we probably hear it at least once more. Some of the stuff, like he's got samples on this. Clearly, I don't know. It's probably not acknowledged anywhere, but like some of the stuff that it samples, it sounds like it's got to be like old school, like Motown stuff. Like hmm. I don't know what it is, because I mean, who's who in rap is using stuff that sounds like with like trumpets and stuff like swing trumpets or whatever. <laughs> right. Nobody. Nobody was doing that in 05. Look like how many years later when people started u- using saxophones and fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Macklemore for thrift shop. <laughs> but other than that, this was not another thing that jumped out at me. It's, it's just, it exists. It is it is a, a track on this album that just continues on and seemingly does not end. Ouch. I can't help it. I just, I can't. Hold I didn't on. mind this one much, but it is, it is very much just that kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You keep going. Like it, there's, there's not a lot of, not a lot of variation to it at all. It's just kind what of I'm, there. What I'm finding is the I think one of the biggest problems compared to repentance that we're finding, and this is this is an unfortunate gripe, is this is Esham completely on his own. There is nothing to differentiate certain songs from the other because we don't have any of those famed psychopathic guest spots. <laughs> We had ICP on a couple tracks on Repentance. We had Twisted on one. We had, uh, was it, was it it Bone Thugs entirely was on there? I don't remember. I I think it was the entire group of Bone Thugs. You should know by now that I don't remember anything. We had. (laughs) I had to go look up Repentance real quick and I was like, oh, woo, 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 woo. I remember that song and none of these other ones. (laughs) That was great. But what I'm saying is, is we... When those tracks came on, it was like, okay, I know that something's different because I'm hearing a different voice. Okay. Did, did it mean that that verse was really, really good? 
maybe. I remember really enjoying the track hard times with, with ICP. But like... I mean, look at Bolivia. He just got a bunch of kids to sing and it worked out. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the fact is, is I'm, I feel like this is really only for the people who are Esham fans through and through. A casual, quote-unquote, Juggalo listener may not be as interested in this one because we don't have the features. Yeah, I it's mean, the, the only, it's, it's the only the Juggalo thing about this is the Hatchet Man stamped on the front of the fucking album. Right. <laughs> it's kind of giving us the same, quote-unquote, problem that we had with Breed's album. Yeah. But as a pure hip-hop album, that was a pretty damn good record. Like, I enjoyed that that album a lot, and I liked that more than I've been enjoying Awanyola. This would fare interestingly as a strange release. He has mm. a certain style to him mm. that could fit into that. And maybe... I'm trying to think about because I mean the current era of I don't listen to a lot of strange stuff anymore but if I'm just thinking about Tech 9 releases alone which I know some things about maybe in the year that this was released what 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 was in 05 so in 05 that is when uh, Vintage Tech came out which was basically his kind of his like forgotten freshness oh. so it was the year before Ever Ready dropped okay yeah you know I so, can see this Fitting in, so this in so that in, kind in, of area, I don't think that anything came out from Strange in 05. The year prior, Cut Calhoun's debut came out. Well, um, he couldn't do worse than that. I actually like Cut's debut. Oh. <laughs> Cut's debut was good. I just like it. I don't know anything. I know it's snip, just snip. it's just the thing to do. Snip, snip, etc. But you know what? Like looking at it, yeah, this probably could have been a, a decent strange music release in a really weird way. But uh, I don't know. That's that's just a weird thought to to cross. Especially whenever I mean strange music isn't big on horrorcore. Yeah. They nowadays only have like one artist who kind of messes with that and that's Prozac and he's kind of I don't even know if he's officially still on the label or not. Mm -hmm. But like back in 04, I think was when his original group, Project Deadman, which was him and Mikey Clark, um, had released something and people consider that very, very dark. The but thing is, this is like, isn't this, dark. Yeah, this isn't that at all. Like <laughs> So it's 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 a really weird kind of thing. Also, I mean, from a from a production standpoint on how it sounds like vintage tech of being some older songs. Like if you, if you think about how say absolute power sounded, that sounds on par, but there is a drastic jump in audio quality when Everready comes out mm -hmm. that would have just been like, this would have been shoved to the side instantly. Well, you know, but I'm not, th I'm not thinking about the fucking like minutia. <laughs> oh yeah. That I'm thinking about just, I'm thinking about the fucking music itself. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Quality of, of... He wouldn't have been recording at the fucking Lotus Pod, so... <laughs> <laughs> was this recorded at the Lotus Pod? Yes. Does it say if it was? Okay. Yeah. 
I wasn't sure if this was done at his own place or not. So who knows how the audio would have been if he was recording at at in Strange Land, <laughs> <laughs> the Strange Ranch. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, track number eight, and the final track that I had genius to reference for. No more lyric help for the rest of this fucking album. <laughs> Wicked. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger. some stuff to talk about here go ahead first we got a uh we got that intro that's pulp fiction samuel L. jackson mm-hmm. never seen it it's okay i feel like it's a movie that i need to see one day and i want to just never went out of my way to do so eh, eh, get around to it it's okay <laughs> um so we got isham talking about all this all this stuff that 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 he does and or did yeah yes all right, let me consult this uh, hook real quick. And Wicked, shit, I spit at everybody. I bloody bodies shoot up parties. The world is burning, hell on earth. It sar- started since my date of birth. Though God bless, no rest for the wicked. I hear something come this way. On 9-11 doomsday, did Esham do 9-11? No, Bush did 9-11. We know this. That doesn't really clear him of conspiracy charges necessarily, though. Mm. 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 I'm just saying. Is this Think track... About is this track... I thought doing... you were going to say, is this trash? <laughs> <laughs> My question could be interpreted as such. Go on. 
Is is this song doing the stereotypical horrorcore shit? Yeah. I feel like it really is. Yeah. Maybe and this is this is probably blasphemy to some people because oh, no. this is because Uh-oh. because Isham is the godfather of the wicked shit. Uh-oh. Why does this sound generic? Well, because it is. But I'm I'm just saying like we've listened to at this point, what, 13 years worth of music mm-hmm, specializing mm-hmm. in artists that focus on horrorcore. Mm-hmm. And while I want to hear that from Esham, who is the person who prominently made it their thing, this just comes off as tryhard. <laughs> And I feel like I should not be saying that. Well, but um, I can't help it. Well, there, that's that's the thing, though. The entire hook is literally him saying, like, oh, guys, I do this bad stuff. And then he has a bunch <laughs> of voices like saying, really, he's really wicked. Honest. <laughs> like, I trust I can't me. Help it. It's going to he's wicked. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's going to be really messed up whenever we get to the point where there's an album that <laughs> there's an album that comes out in 2009 oh called Wicked by oh. Twisted. And every it's it's probably one of their darkest albums, if not the darkest album they've done. And no, legitimately, this is not <laughs> me like I'm not even doing the little little, <laughs> you know. I air not, quoted not, it for reference. Yeah, there's no, there's no air quotes. This is this is. Honest to goodness. And I feel like when we get to that, I'm going to be praising it for that. (laughs) And so people are probably going to call me out and say that this is bullshit of me saying it here. (laughs) Well, because you're a Twizzler. That's true. I am a Twizzler. I am a 17er's worst nightmare. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm both. Anyways, yeah, this track does not, it doesn't do anything for me. This is even one of the ones where even the beat itself is just kind of, eh. I feel like I should like it more, but I don't, and I can't help that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Again, it's, it, it is just, it's just that. It's just, said everything there is to say about it. It's yeah, just whatever. You really did. I. Esham did 9-11, that's it. <laughs> Track 9, Enemies. Started out strong, getting money, it was on, but somehow we went about the whole thing wrong. Cause out of nowhere, it just came to an end. You pretend to be my friend, it was all about dividends. I don't know where I could start, it's too much hate in my heart. Too many demons in my mind trying to tear me apart. Was it something I did? Was it something I said to make you hate me so much? You put a slug in my head. I never knew I was sleeping with the enemy. You was my wifey, at least you pretended to be. Bitch shot me in my sleep while I was drunk off Hennessy. Took all my show and bust up the Tennessee enemies. enemies how many of us have them enemies, enemies. ones that owe us petty enemies. enemies ones we want to murder enemies. enemies we folks y'all friends ain't ready cause when we first went out together we be
They smile in, in your face all the time. They want to take your place. Backstabbers. That's the OJs. Truer words have never been said. I don't mind this track. I think the beat is good. Mm-hmm. But man, that hook. That means... It irks me. A whole bunch of semi-disinterested people just going, enemies. (laughs) (laughs) It really sounds like that. They were like, oh, we're only getting paid this much? This is what you get. (laughs) It it always reminds me of... uh, It's like, okay, uh, what the fuck? Why can't I... I can't think of anything right now. It's We're recording in the evening. It's... Mm -hmm. I've had a whole day of doing... And my brain is just fucked right now um which is why i had the bang which is probably a terrible idea (laughs) (laughs) it's not oh it's it's picture me rolling good old tupac uh Hmm. one of one of the guests on that because i do not know who the fuck else is on that track i just remember one line from somebody and the way that he says it he just um all this, like, what is it, like, jealousy and envy coming from my enemies! And I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, every time it's coming up, I'm like, ah, oh, he's gonna say the line! Enemies! <laughs> I'm like, ah, there he is. I didn't have but anything to have say it. except for that but, quote but from the song Backstabbers, any. which everybody should go listen to. It's a great fucking jam. If you're not familiar with it, you should be. I, I am not, actually, so I will have to look into that. But yeah, he's yeah, he's in. talking about like, you know, people that the way that it's the way that I recall it, it's people that he like helped out in some way who then, you know, like ran off with his money or something like that. Those and, bitches. Yeah, that sucks. Fuck him. And now he's now he's going to going to get in revenge. I will have to look into that track and I will likely enjoy it more than this one. Well, what I was just saying was talking about this track in particular. I'm mentioning the, the, the one you mentioned before. Yeah, but, but yeah, Backstabbers. And I should even go and listen to Picture Me Roll in as well. Oh, you should, it's so good. It was... Is, is that is that on All Eyes on Me? Yeah. The CD that you let me borrow like yeah. last year that yeah, I yeah, still yeah. have? It's it's his it's his fresh out of jail track. He has the Picture Me Roll in Roll Call where he calls out all of the people that, you know, should, should definitely picture him rolling now that he's free. <laughs> Everybody in the cell blocks. The DA. He shouts out the DA. <laughs> I believe he he also comments to the side. Bitch had a lot to say. <laughs> nice. Uh, what a track. All right. Well, let's let's keep this party going on. We're so excited. <laughs> track ten. Help me. Eight minutes earlier. And then there was a, skate, a change um, the following, when, it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. And then please call me back because there's another change I wanted to discuss with you about the Monday schedules. Um, but no therapy will be starting on Tuesday, June the 29th. I'm not sure if this message is recording, um, but please call me back at 586-582-7825. I'm scared. 
panic Somebody call my doctor I need my medication If I don't get it Just might kill you Here's the situation a quick moving track it is that's that's one of the things that i mentioned on here because a fair deal of this album is fairly slow yeah and so i come on we, we know how i am at this point yeah i want something a bit faster paced to keep my attention <laughs> because i unless have it's just a hustler because then no. <laughs> yeah the the exception on this album has been bolivia <laughs> <laughs> but but the other yeah, exception I, like i just said is just a hustler which is you know it's a pretty fast-paced song but you're just like no it's just okay yeah it's just okay the hidden track was better <laughs> <laughs> in in the in the wake of the success of tommy two-tone we have Another decision to put a real ass phone number out in the world on a track. <laughs> I was gonna say that I didn't. I didn't catch the last digit, but still, that's it's very bold. I mean, apparently, there's like no law against it. <laughs> really? That's I don't think Tommy Two Tone ever faced anything for that. That's true, and I uh, was that. I feel like it's uh, done before, even. I don't know. I feel like it's been done more than that more than just those times more than likely i'm i'm aware of i think there was a a number that was in a michael jackson music video oh and uh it was actually for like a hair salon <laughs> and p and they were getting calls all the time asking for michael jackson god yeah something like that oh look that up i don't know Yeah, you saw you're just having a, having some trouble getting getting words out right because now because I don't have any. I so don't let me have any. Let me say the people who cannot access their needs turn to desperate measures, and thus we have this song. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good way to put it. It is completely true, though. The intro to this song uh, actually is is an interesting one where they have like, you know, uh, presumably a therapist calling him and stuff and trying to get a hold of him. Um, that hasn't been my experience with any of that. Uh, I've, I've had very hard times getting a hold of somebody that I just <laughs> want to talk to. I, I would not have the experience of this because I have not even attempted <laughs> I'll say I've gotten several messages uh, on BetterHelp.com from a therapist that I can't respond to because I have to pay them money before I can actually send messages back, which is kind of predatory in a big way. It's like great that they have such an easy way to get you hooked up with somebody like it's super fucking easy, but it really sucks that that person is able to message you before you actually have the service, have access to the service to respond. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, That's fucking dumb. <laughs> Luckily, Talkspace is covered by my insurance, so... Oh, hey, there you go. Hey, they have direct deals with a lot of places. Ain't that cool? There you go. 
that's helped me though. You know, that's that's what it is. It's it's literally just talking about like you know a lot of the stuff that is a, a lot of the things that go wrong in society are the result of people who don't get the help that they need. Um, and you know, when you need something, you get it, especially if you need it to live. <laughs> like, <laughs> and living is not as simple as just like. Oh, food, water, shelter. Like, those are basics. <laughs> like, those are the basic things. If you are not nourished in a complete fashion, then the food, water, and shelter stuff just ain't gonna cut it. That's bare sustenance. No, but but just do it, though. Right. right. That's, 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 that's what you gotta do, right? Yeah, like Nike. Yeah. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> All you have to do is believe in yourself. And with a tiny pinch of magic, all <laughs> your dreams will come true. Guys, if you don't believe in yourself, then believe in the me that believes in you. Exactly. So track 11. Servant. <laughs> This one for the people with no jobs in the welfare mamas who be selling debit cards. Go to church next Sunday cause you stressing kinda hard. Make you throw up both your hands and scream out loud, oh my God. Lord have mercy, let the preacher bless and pray for me. And I rebuke you Satan, please stay away from me. Get your paper up, kick it up and save it up. I can't give it up until I get a billion bucks. As the sun goes down and my top still drop. But it really don't matter cause my Glock stay cop. You can say what you want and I still won't stop. I'm gonna keep on going till I get to the top. Jesus, serving. Jesus, serving. Jesus, So, based on the characters that you mentioned before, sure. it sounds like the, the middle person. I would think so. Maybe. The, the street level. Uh, street level person, but there's been some real talk. Mm -hmm. This is it's it it makes me think of the the term, and this is I don't want to sound offensive. Uh oh. But but we but we've heard the term of of hood rich. Yeah. Okay. That especially in that first verse that we heard is really the level that he is either at or just under, but is trying to push above that spot. <laughs> like, he wants to be at the head of everything. H how are you defining hood rich for me real quick? I don't... Because here, here's the thing, hood rich... Because now I sound very uneducated oh, no, it's, it's it. okay. <laughs> hood, hood rich, by my understanding, is a very specific term of somebody who has the outward appearance of it but most of that is on credit <laughs> that they cannot afford. <laughs> That's like big timers. <laughs> like that holds up. Got a quarter <laughs> tank of gas in his new E-Class. Like he got the car, but he ain't fueling it because he don't have that money. He right. did not really have the money for the car in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I guess I, I... The kind way would be to say, your money is tied up in assets, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> but I guess what, you're, what you mean is rich for the hood. Yes. Okay. That's, that's I guess, what is implied. So my apologies if, if I come off as uneducated. Uh, I mean, I am too. I'm just... I, I am. But I just, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Words. <laughs> Um, do you have anything else about this track in particular? I have a couple things here. First off, um, uh, sampling, uh, out on a limb, Tina Marie, uh, okay. and freestyle live unedited version by Roxanne Shante featuring Biz Marquee. Oh, hey, Biz Marquee. Uh, I don't know what either of those are, uh, but they're on who sampled. So there we go. Cool. Uh, then I have a note that just says. Yeah, just pepper in that servant sample from time to time because ooh, they it doesn't happen as much in the first one, but in the second verse they just fuck they're just mashing the button that says servant. <laughs> um, there is uh, gonna need that about three more times. <laughs> okay, so I think this next sentence that I have is for this one, and then the sentence after that is for the hidden track that is after this because there is a hidden track after this, correct? Yep, I have a timestamp. Yeah, uh, I, I noted. I think. Maybe it's in the uh, other track. Well, should we just go with that then? Let's just go with the other track and we'll figure out what it belongs to. <laughs> At 217 is the track okay. Full Power. More clothing from their bodies has produced more immorality, adultery, fornication, wrong sex, and Murders on my mind again. Counting paper so long, my hands green like a Heineken. Uh, knock at the door, I heard the shots from a 44. They blasted my homie as they ran with guns up in their own me. I kicked off the window in the back. Man, you don't know me. Ran down the alley like, who the fuck that could have been the police? They would have been yelling freeze instead. They trying to jack my G's. But then again, the city streets full of crooked police. I start to panic. I'm headed for my vehicle. They want me dead, but I can't really see it though. They say the Reaper's coming for me. Nothing I can do about it You wanna ease my pain Brain damage Then I doubt it I swallow some more Of that scissor Now I'm feeling crazy Think my brain's gone Wizard Suicidal thoughts Keep them locked In my lost vaults Not recommended For children And most adults The smell alone The kill you Poisonous toxic fumes Pretty soon Alright so my note Was in fact for Servin uh, Where mm. I noted That he has a, a Good acknowledgement Of the people Who suffered from U.S. invasions where he's a lot of people just like to talk about the troops, but it's like, well, let's talk about the place that they, uh, you know, inserted themselves into and the people that live there where all of the gunfire is going on. People aren't ready for that conversation. No. But in this track, uh, he says he, he said he says that he's getting like, you know, shot at or whatever. And he says police he's would be yelling freeze. And since fucking when? Yeah. I mean, in the next line, he notes that, well, no, never mind. There's some crooked police, like some. <laughs> anyway, that's all I had yeah. for this. Yeah, it, it it initially sounds like it's a, that he's being robbed. Um, But yeah, it, it is a, it is a sting operation, right? No, I it's think it a, is just him being robbed. Like, it, he, he thinks it's a raid, but it's not, I don't think. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. Don't um don't sell drugs. 
just just don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Shout out to when was it? Was it? I think like two years ago. Whenever, um, apparently cops were at my apartment building. Oh, uh-huh. because somebody on the third floor was selling heroin. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sell something else. better. <laughs> Sell weed. Come on. Weed is Do better. better for people. And there might Weed's be... not going to kill people. I think also maybe your uh, sentencing might be a little bit better on that. <laughs> I mean, you're still on a three strikes thing, but I, I'm i not sure. I'm not sure if heroin possession uh, has, a, has a worse sentence than weed. We're really stupid here in the U.S. If you didn't know, if you happen to be in a in a place that's not the U.S., uh, drug shit's real stupid here. Or, or in Oregon. Oh, since they just passed that, they they decriminalized. Oh, really? Uh, drugs. Radical. Yeah. Nice. I think it was Oregon. Awesome. Yeah, they, I, I I know that they decriminalized. Um, uh. Was was it specifically like like mushrooms? I think the number of things I that think they that was decriminalized. I, I feel like I heard that. Yeah, but yeah, Oregon. Well, here's more stupid stuff for y'all who may not know things about the U.S. That's a state law, and the feds can still fuck your shit up. That is <laughs> true. Which is why it's really really dumb whenever people are like, "Oh, but weed is legal here." And it's like, yes, until the federal government decides they want to step in. To yeah. do something about it. People do not understand that state law can give you more rights, but they cannot overstep federal boundaries. Yeah, which the feds are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, moving on. Yeah, that's 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 those tracks. Uh, I think that what is there one more hidden track later in yeah. this? Okay. Yeah, we got a couple more for that. Track number 12, Bangin' Dope. B-A-N-G-I-N-G, true 313-K-I-N-G. Who is he? P-I-M-P. I am him and he is me. Riding down seven in the Magnum Hemi. Sipping on Remy, still tote that semi. Bang em, buck em, clap em, fuck em. Buck em down, grinning with an evil frown. Fall to the ground, we hit a bang sound. Shots, I let them rain out. Trying to blow your brains out. Blood's everywhere and I couldn't get the stain out. I- Bang em. Shoot them all up, make a bloody mess I must confess, I murder, yes Pop hot shot straight through your chest Cause you don't wanna fuck with me And you don't wanna thug with me And bust these slugs with me cause we Bang em, buck em, clap em, fuck em are pretty cool in this i like the breaks uh on every couple lines i can mm-hmm. dig that i like some of the aesthetics of this song like the sounds in it are really cool um he, he crafts a good fucking beat the dude mm-hmm. does some sick production on this there's way more interesting stuff that i hear through headphones now as well uh like there's there's a lot going on in this track i am incredibly bored by the subject matter Always gonna be stale. Just 
God damn. Yeah. This is the thing. I I don't necessarily mind the instrumental. Um, the fact that for parts of it, Isham is rapping fast, like mm-hmm. does does what some might consider like early chopping. But I'm so bored <laughs> with just this record because a lot of it is just the same. Yeah. I, I just, I can't get past most of it. I understand whenever you have a track here and there where, oh, hey, we're rapping about cocaine. Okay, fine. Is this a concept album? Yeah, I'm assuming that that's what it would be considered. Yeah. But <laughs> fuck. I'm so goddamn bored with it. And I don't know if it's just because it's about cocaine and I'm bored hearing about cocaine. I I feel like it could be almost any subject and I would be getting bored with it. We're 12 tracks in to a 17 track album. It's getting, it's, it's been old. Yeah. Like if, if we were to go back and, and talk about say hell's pit, it is literally about like one thing for the whole album. Mm-hmm. But man, they found ways to they found so many angles to approach a subject from and so many different interesting little pieces of a story to tell to craft this full image of what they were talking about on the album. This is it feels like a series of very general descriptions of what this person does. And I've heard that general description since day one. (laughs) Yeah, he was pushing day one. Moving y'all on the street. What what did you say? (laughs) I mean, look at, look at what you said, like with hell's pit, this, the center part of that album, it's, it's about darkness that, that like, it's about hell. It's, Going to hell. It, it is, Bad it things. Is the, yeah, it is the most evil, sinister thing that you can think of. But there are so many various ways to tackle that. Mm-hmm. That and and they managed to hit so many different ones. We only <laughs> mentioned that there were like two songs. We were like, eh, whatever for this. There are there there is a series of songs on that that's like people killing people and stuff. But then you have things where it's like fucking. Uh, is it in my room? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. That one takes an interesting, different angle to the whole thing. You got fucking <laughs> bowling balls, which is, you know, mm-hmm. it's still it it's still a different way of telling this story, and they found an interesting way of of you know crafting this. It's Whereas not just the same thing a bunch of times. It is right, it's, different ways well, of talking about the subject. Yeah, oh, just over a different beat. That's all that this record is doing. And it comes off as samey. Yeah. And and like I mentioned before, a lot of these instrumentals are great. Mm-hmm. There are some that I would, you know, probably leave out if I wanted to hear a full instrumental album. But, I mean... There's times where it does get hard to listen to this because there's nothing jumping out as unique. Yeah. 
I do not want a 17-track Riders album for this reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's coming. <sighs> was the last one? I don't think the last one was 17 tracks. No. I, I think, think it was too long for its own good, but I don't remember how long it was. But, like, the most different stuff we've heard on here, and I think the most different stuff that we will hear on this entire album, we've already heard. Nothing sounds like Bolivia. Nothing nope. else sounds like just a hustler. Nope. Other than those two tracks, most of the stuff is fairly interchangeable. And I wish that that wasn't a problem that I have, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I don't want a whole record about cocaine. <laughs> And again, this is going to be where the people call me out because I say I'm a fan of Cottonmouth Kings, where pretty much every record after their second or third one, almost everything is about weed. Yeah. And well. there's times where that can weigh on you, trust me. But yet I enjoy the m most of it. I, I don't know. This one's just, it's so rough to, to continue listening to. It's also... There's just so many tracks on it. It's too goddamn long. <laughs> I mean, it, this album is just over an hour long. Yeah. Which we are learning, and I'm learning nowadays, Feels is long, long for a record. Yeah. We've we we constantly referenced the fine people at Roach Coach where they say that 50 minutes is the sweet spot. That's where it's respectful of your time. So an album under an uh under an hour long. Yeah. 50 minutes and under is what you want to hit. I thought they went between 40 and 50. I thought 50 was pushing the limits of respectful. Fi they, they they say that 50 minutes is, is where it's respectful of your time, and that's and typically you can't go over that. Okay. They yeah. have had instances where they're like, no, this album has been great, and it's <laughs> like a couple minutes over or whatever. Yeah, we, we've talked about album albums that didn't feel as long as they actually were before. Like, yeah. that, sometimes you get that. This is not yeah. one of them. No, this e one, even though the tracks are pretty short, there's a lot of tracks and they're pretty short. And the ones that are, you know, split into the ones that are two tracks mm -hmm. shoved into one. They're very short. Well, the one, but the, the one whole full thing song does not is like, feel that way. The oh, one just a full, as long as shit. Because it's like of, six something. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, three minutes a track, which average. <laughs> yeah. But so it, you have 20 songs on this album. You do a lot didn't repentance have i think 22 like 21 or something yeah yeah like repentance had a lot too yeah and it still felt like a long album and especially like towards the end we were struggling with that <laughs> when it got to the end was it as bad as psychopathics from our space 2 no oh god <laughs> that one was what could that be? one was the roughest thing that we've hit i think so far as probably as where yeah. the length really hit us Ugh. we had to put it into two episodes because it was just so it felt so long and unfortunately, this one is doing the same thing because it does not have as much diversity as what we need to have. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to... I, I keep hammering that in, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, and I don't apologize for it. It's all right. You're only going to be a broken record for like six more songs. <laughs> Great. Track 13. 100. You hear it's about to come on. Uh. Real. When 
when I step into the place, they be like, there go E. Cause I'm like the purple cushion, you like the red go weed. More bombs to the ounce, stacking large amounts. A real dime, E. Shimes, how my name's pronounced. I was born in New York, but was raised in the D. Like to spend a lot of time down in Miami. Cause the girls, man, the girls, they be driving me wild. But at the same time, they be loving my style. Cause I'm fresh dressed like a million bucks. But it's to the east side, still moving on up. Learjet straight, taking off the runway up. One way down, one way up, up, up and away. 24-7 parlay as I play. On my way to heaven, so some crack to Marvin Gaye. Trying to get that Fetty cause it's evil and it got me. Clocking dollars till they shot me. Saw the flashes in my face, but it wasn't paparazzi. Woke up in a cold sweat, screaming mama not me. I'm a victim. Trying to get the cabbage, it's so sickening. Like a venom, it's the wicked in my spitting. And they say the way I flow it is forbidden. Someone said not long ago that it was written. You wanna know what kind of car I was with? That's not a five, it was a six I was gripping. Yeah, Hundred and a six hundred. That's what's up. Stay so fly, you make these tricks want it. Paper up. If you got it, mine as well, flun it. That's what's up. Man, eight thing, one hundred. Paper up. Getting hundred and a six hundred. That's what's up. Stay so fly, you make these tricks want it. Paper up. If you got it, mine as well, flun it. That's what's up. Man, eight thing, one hundred. Paper up. Eight thing, one hundred, like Ben Franklin. Money. So. I just bitched a lot on that last track. This track bumps. <laughs> this is dope. It's got a good... It's, it moves. It moves. It's nice. I like it. As this I said, uh, while this. we were listening to it and no one else heard it, uh, whenever you were... what I can't even remember what song you were... Oh, Warrior on... Just whatever. a Hustler. Just a Hustler. Whenever I heard this, that hook... All I could hear was "bitch, shut up." <laughs> Another Esham track with with Blaze, a Blaze track with Esham, more so. Yeah. I think. But it was just in my head for that entire hook. That's really all I had Blaze, to say. Like, hey, I, can I can I steal this? My but notes. Make it worse. My notes just said money and bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and mine said this shit bumps. I feel bad whenever there's a track that I like and I don't have really notes for it. I'm just like, yeah, this is great. But if there's a song where I dislike it, I have to, you know, analyze every little bit of it and fuck this track and this is why. <laughs> Unfortunately, although this is an enjoyable track, we have fun with it. There's just so little to say about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Not everything has to be, like, super deep. And, yeah. you know, you try and pull shit out of nothing. Because uh, this one just, if, if that was the case. It's a good track. Yeah. If that was the case, not all music would be fun. And yeah. sometimes you have to have dumb fun. I can like this song and not take anything from it just because I enjoy how it sounds. Because the vibrations in my ears are like, this is pleasurable. <laughs> That's really what it is. I like this the song. Was... I think the instrumental's hot. The 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 hook is good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is the the style of Esham that I want to hear. So this is not the style of Esham. This is produced by Polar Bear. Ah. I could be wrong. It's quite possible that I am. I am pretty sure that Polar Bear is actually Violent J. Really? But I can't remember. Because <laughs> Violent J was doing some production... Um, I am pretty sure that he also goes by Dr. Punch 
we hear about him later. But I think that Polar Bear is Violent J. I could be wrong. Please let me know if I am. Uh, if not, then it is Fred Durst. I can't remember what song it is where he says, uh, uh, also known by my alias Polar Bear. <laughs> it's not Fred uh, Durst. But well, there is uh, a, a, a Polar Bear producer who is a Grammy winner and platinum selling music producer who worked with Korn, Kendrick Lamar, Neo, George Clinton, and more. Well, shit. <laughs> Although his is stylized as all one word. So mm -hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily oh. that one, but he's very no easy idea. to find on Twitter. <laughs> well, shit. He's won Grammys. Tw tweet at him. See if he produced an Esham song <laughs> in 2005. Hey, man, did you produce 100 by Esham? <laughs> Thanks. He's originally from Sweden, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anything else on 100? He produced with Tech 9? Crazy Bone and Lazy Bone? Does it say the songs? No. no oh, this is just a list that he had. Oh. Say, he's he's produced for ICP. It could, it's probably him. Oh, okay then. Um, Damn. Maybe. I know that Polar Bear... There's a Polar Bear remix. We, we might talk about it. I haven't figured it out if we will yet, but way in 2007, there's a essentially an EP of like remixes and whatnot. This guy's been all stuff. over. Assuming it's the same person. He produced hmm. for Kel Mitchell of Keenan and Kel. He produced for the Axe Murder Boys. <laughs> okay. I, we got to find out if this is, if this is the same person. Can't find Esham on here. So I don't know. <laughs> Gonna have to look this up. That's what I'm going to do after after we finish recording. I'm going to look this shit up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's that. That hmm. polar bear. There you go. Okay. Maybe that guy. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> 100. So good good track. I dig it. Good track. I didn't have anything else. Okay. Track number 14, Gangsta Dedication. G-A-N-G-S-T-A 6.45 drop cop yesterday The sun shining so I guess I gotta flex today Get with my hoes and I have a lot of sex today Like a pimp, that's what the rest say Blowing purple cushion the west, I love LA Rolling Sunset Boulevard, hoes know I pull them hard I'm all pro, check the stats on my rookie card I don't dance, I just rock away Kung Fu Kill Bill, put the chop away Learjet straight landing at my hideaway You see that fly ride, I'm in it as I ride away So many stacks, I'm cabbage patch My cookies are soft batch A real super villain, all you heroes is no match 187 and get blood on my throwback I do this for gangsters, y'all already know that This goes out to all those Know about getting dope, rolling slow At the spot with a block and you gotta chop that That shit bums <laughs> It's got a good groove too It does I was trying to think of like what other quote-unquote gangster rap was out at this time. 
and I don't really know what artists were were really doing that in 2005. I do not know. I feel like either. I feel like around this time it was like this is when we were really starting to get um and this might have already that that era might have passed but like when Dirty South rap started really becoming popular. Yeah. I feel like that might have been a couple of years prior. Uh, 2005 was the year the Demon Days came out. So you got Del the Funky Homo Sapien dropping some good stuff with the gorillas. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was only on one track or well, something like that. He was still doing stuff. That's time, true. That's true. Uh, I think 05 is when uh, the massacre came out by 50 Cent. Possibly. Remember when we were doing this with Repentance? Like, oh, what other rap albums came yeah. out around this time? Uh, Murs three sixteen, walk like a man. Got to get that. Got to get that other version that's got uh, John Cena on Hustle. Uh, Road Fools came out in two thousand five. Uh, Grand Champs by DMX, I believe, was out in 05. So the one that has where the hood at. I'm almost certain that was in 05. Why do I not have Grand Champ on? in in here i i have that album why isn't it in my fucking collection? <laughs> yeah Weird. i believe it was I believe it was 05 because that was his last def jam release so yeah not exactly in the style of the time true and and that's uh, why this dmx album... may have been an outlier though he was like his own style of bombastic shit like in your yeah. face he was yeah that's true kind of he was on his own thing, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. I feel like, but I just feel like rap in general at the time was not in this headspace. Yeah. So this is really a Esham saying, I want to do this kind of record. Sure. Which, hey, more power to you. And if he said he enjoyed it, then great. Yeah. So... This isn't a bad track, though. I I enjoyed it. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. Oh, this was the year after uh, Need for Speed Underground 2, where we were getting all of that kind of... I... God, I love the soundtrack for that game. <laughs> so, yeah, is, we, we had, like... This day one of my favorite racing games. <laughs> we had Lil Jon on the scene. <laughs> Lil John was not on uh, Need for Speed 2. He was on... He, oh, is that on 1 then? First one. Ah, shit. Yeah. Well, he was definitely around then. <laughs> no, on the second one, we that had... That was whenever we had Snoop. Riders on the Storm. Yeah. Also had Exhibit. Uh, Chingy was on that. Shit. Rise Against was on that. It's how I first oh. heard Rise Against. Oh, yeah. And Black Betty. Uh-huh. spider Jam. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, but that um, is not gangster rap at all. <laughs> we have uh, we have another. Uh, this one was produced by Mark Live. Okay, so I, th I thought the two tracks were back to back. So yep, those are the only two not produced by Esham. In this track, we got. Uh, I, I noted another Scarface reference because I just started hearing them every time that he would mention it. Uh, I decided to note it every time he brought it up that I heard. Fair enough. Uh, talking about that that gangsta high life. Uh, and talking about that gangsta high life 
at the expense of other people. Like, like he openly acknowledges, it's like, like, yeah, this is preying on addicts, and that's how we make our uh, fun living. Woohoo! <laughs> and aside from that, I didn't. Uh, as the production goes, it was okay. I did not care for the gangster sample. Sample. I was just like, eh. Uh, it's okay i was i was thinking about it it's okay during the chorus but it's used sparingly in the verses yeah it's just and it's only used to end a line yeah and it takes the punch out of it for me (laughs) that's fair i i i can understand the the complaint with that it didn't bother me as much but i understand that's that's gangsta dedication that is we're getting into this home stretch, yo. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Track number 15. Unhappy. I was dreaming when I wrote this. So don't quote this. Watch me float this. When you, when you, when you, when you, when you. Unhappy. When you live your life in misery. And you so blind can't see. Nothing but suffering, tired of struggling, hustling, barely getting by. I can't lie, sometimes it make me wanna cry. Hold back your tears inside, keep all my fears inside, and my pistol by my side. So much anger and aggression from manic depression. I grab my Smith and Wesson, this is just another lesson. I feel like God is testing, I'm steady asking questions cause I'm unhappy. We call this the bargaining phase. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is... Th- this is... A very, very relatable song. <laughs> let's, let's be completely honest. Um... When 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 you're down, when shit is feeling rough, you you don't really see the positives. This is not the first time we've talked about this kind of of topic. Um, it's just whenever we have a, a song that goes into it, it's just a matter of how well is it described. This is a pretty good description of it. Yeah. It it's very self-explanatory. I don't mind the track. I I mean I enjoy the how he's how he's describing it. I wish that there was a little bit something different with the actual instrumental, though I don't know what. Um, although the very sinister unhappy, it's kind of unsettling, and I kind of wish that it wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of irks me a tiny bit. Oh well. How about you? Yeah, he's unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) You know? He don't have happy feels. While this is a notable track on here for standing out from most of the rest of it, I've also just, like, heard this track before. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it was literally Hell's Pit, the whole thing. And, you know, not that he can't, you know, make that track on his own album, but I'm still like, 
I've also heard this. <laughs> it's, it's like a worse version of Suicide Hotline and um, uh, Truly Alone. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But there is a hidden track on this one. There is. If you would like to go over to 2 minutes and 36 seconds, I believe it is called President. Yeah, that's the one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the drug dealers, and to the Republic, and the President of uh, the United States. Who's the illest killer supplying all the drug dealers? Now that's a real nigga. The President. Say goodbye to your moms and go and build my bombs. Fuck yeah, I cost a dime, cause I'm the President. My head dropping. I killed Batman and Robin, wanted for steady mobbing, smoking a green goblin. Problem money needed, I'm probably weeded. The unforgiving, how I'm living undefeated. Super villain, got the Ruger Lex Luger chilling. Unsolved homicide, still making a killing. Racketeering, persevering, career and drug dealing. And the doctors can't heal him once the slugs fill him. Say goodnight to the bad guy. It's so sad I had to put that head to bed, rock a bye-bye. I'm making my cry, you're fighting my war. It's real, not hardcore. Hut, two, three, four, five-star general, criminal, subliminal. Bulletproof Bentley Continental No health care But more warfare And don't give a fuck If the whole world said ain't fair I will send anyone to a hell worse than death If they go against me There's a, a whole lot of Damn it feels good to be a gangster feeling in here <laughs> Ghetto boys <laughs> That was 1990 fucking 2 Oof <laughs> And yet they were basically talking about the same president anyway Just his kid so, this is what I want. I would have liked more of this on this record. Sure. The pacing of it is, is obviously more akin to what I like, but just, I mean, the instrumental in general, I, it has like a, it has a very like militaristic like marching feel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which always stands out for me. I always like hearing something like that. But he just fucking goes off. <laughs> and that's what I want. And in this, he is he's feeling the most real. Like. For that, sure. Like, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. You're saying this. I, I'm, I'm with you here. Not only am I with you, but I believe you. <laughs> like. <laughs> This is one of the few tracks that is that feels distanced from the quote unquote concept of he's either drug kingpin, drug seller, drug addict. Yeah, uh, he's he's clearly drawing a line between the position of a drug kingpin who is just on the top, does not give a fuck about who he's stomping on. And, you know, mm. all <laughs> also that's I've I've played prison song on here as a joke before by uh system of a down so you know, just go listen to that and he's talking about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh the 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 drug policies and the money used from it for by the government for things <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah th this is the thing i just this is again i wish that there was more of stuff like this that felt more authentic mm -hmm. because the fictional story that we've been told during the majority of this is played out. Yeah. 
we we've mentioned times about how loose concepts are. Yes. With like a Joker card. Of course. Oh, hey, we got to mention Malenko. Here's <sighs> Malenko. There we go. Just Two later. Neat. Hey, hey, remember <laughs> that guy Malenko? Here he is. And yet sticking to this so tightly is draining. Yeah. It's it's a matter of there is no balance. If if your concept is too zoomed in, you don't have much to say about it. And that's the but like this track really is like it feels like that it feels like what should be this the conclusion, the satisfying conclusion where he's pulling the fucking wool off of your eyes and you're like, oh, shit, that's the whole thing. Damn. Like, because, you know, this track is literally just saying like, hey, all this stuff that I have been talking about and talking about here where it's like, here's this guy at the bottom. Here's this guy who's preying on him. And here's the guy who's preying on all of them. Well, here's the one on top of all of it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that that's that should tie it together and maybe have like a track to, you know, wrap it all up with a nice little bow here. Mm-hmm. Does it? But man, it took so goddamn long to get here. And no, it, of course it doesn't. Sort of. Mm. I, I'll, I'll almost make an argument for the last track. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's almost like this could have been a lead up into a sequel of sorts. Maybe. That never happens. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would have liked more stuff that's like this a little bit less sticking to the cocaine yeah. concept. But I'm glad we finally got to the point where it's acknowledged that the U.S. government totally brought cocaine into this country to fuck up people's lives. <laughs> uh, hey, the war on drugs is a lie. Well, I mean, it's a real thing. <laughs> well. <laughs> the war on poor people. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I have nothing else for this one. So nope. I think we can move on. Track number 16. Huh? Question mark? <laughs> If it's too hot, then drop it. If it's pistols, then pop it. If it's money, then clock it. And never ever stop it. If it's A1 Yola, you know I gotta rock it. And that's the reason why Colossal Knot's in my pocket. If it's clocks, then cock it. If it's game, then lock it. If it's enemies with beef, you have them sleep with Davy Crockett. Who keeps a better on your whip, or ain't no need to jock it. If it's truly about your hustle, hustler, ain't no need to knock it. My name's Sean. I'm into sick things. I make them all scared when I say my nickname. I took the rock gun and then make a big bang Peace to all the drug dealers slanging cocaine A1 Yola, no talking on my Motorola It's hard to hold it in your mouth like Coca-Cola This is an interesting track. Mm -hmm. 
uh, at the very beginning of it, we have, you know, just straight up electronic drums and shit. Um, very, it's not, it's not like a, the synth bass that I have been talking about it, but it is literally just like, like a, a keyboard patch bass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he shifts it into actual, in- I think, I think full actual instruments, including the bass, but at the very least, mm-hmm. he definitely shifts it into like actual, like trashy sounding drums. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're fucking jamming the fuck out on them too. Oh, like yeah. they are, it is, it gets, I wrote this down by the end of it gets a little new, especially in the drums. Those drums are kicking some new jams. Whoo. So, I mean, it should be noted that Isham part of his like musical influence was like that darker kind of metal like yeah. black sabbath and stuff mm-hmm. so it's only natural that because I, I know that he's whether it's sampled it or directly referenced it or stuff in his old music mm-hmm. um like from the early 90s and whatnot uh we didn't have anything really like that on repentance but it is interesting that he would have something that again kind of puts a bit of reference to it here um but yeah having that uh having that full band sound right there it's dope i think this is the only time on this album where he even mentions anything regarding psychopathic oh. <laughs> um about like running with a hatchet or anything like that he does mention supervillain in the last song yeah, but that's just that's, a word <laughs> yeah um, but he does mention about like running with a hatchet, and again, I think it's the only time that's even referenced on this album at all. Part of me feels like this should have been the first track, but I understand why since day one was. Since day one is a very good opener for this. Mm. Um, if this was gonna be an opener, uh, I would pull Esham aside and I would be like, listen, Esham, this is a pretty good track. I, I like it. And I like what you got going on there. But my dude, my dude, you have to clean some of that up. It's okay if the drums sound trashy. It's okay if everything sounds pretty trashy. But it has to have presence. It has to kick. You have to feel it. And you feel none of this. I'm listening to this on my headphones now, and you don't feel a goddamn thing of this. It does not. It doesn't. No, there's no. It doesn't there's pound. No there's like no bass in it. Like yeah. for the bass that's there, there's no bass in it. <laughs> it's scooped put, right the fuck out from under you. Put put all that treble all the way up. <laughs> but like, it sounds cool. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a uh, there's a track by Elvis Costello called No Action. Uh, I never listened to the actual version of that song for a very long time uh, because it's on, I think it's on this year's model or something, which I just didn't listen to. Uh, I listened to a version that's on my deluxe edition of My Aim is True, which was a demo version of it. And it wasn't professionally recorded or anything like that. It was a very bare scratch recording. So as soon as the drums kick in and the drums kick the fuck in, 
they're blowing out the goddamn mic, clipping like a motherfucker. And I cannot listen to this song any other way now. It sounds so trashy and incredible, but like it punches so well, even though like, yes, you really shouldn't do that. But it sounds so good to me now. Yeah. And, you know, that that is that is better than not having it present and feeling it, which is what I get out of this, unfortunately. But I guess when you don't when you don't actually feel that weight to it, it's. It's really, really weird. This is also one, um, I think, I think it was in, it might've been on Wikipedia where I read this, where this album, apparently like people were sending Esham receipts of like their speakers because this album blew out speakers and shit. (laughs) Oh yeah, I did. I did read that. This would not have been the track for it. No, I would say um, whichever ones I mentioned, the heavy synth bass on. Mm -hmm. Yoka-Cola would do it. Mm. Then bass hits on Bolivia would do it. Ooh. (laughs) Doom. Doom. (laughs) Doom. 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 Fucking love it. So, yeah, yeah, I have nothing else on this one. It's it's a cold track. I find it weird that they don't have an actual name for it it's literally just listed as a question mark huh but eh, so yeah. so so be it well let's wrap this up it's time for trek 17 <laughs> smiley faces song to vibe to at the end man mm-hmm. that is it was right on the tip of my tongue by brenda in the tabulations mm. uh that is the entire like the entire thing is a sample from that it's a little bit of the uh little chunk of the intro and i think the the verse looped it's like that's a cool sample yeah i i went and actually just looked up the original song and it is also pretty good hmm classic 70s soul stuff mm-hmm. yeah it seems like like i said I, th- I think that we heard a few other tracks on this record where it seems like he's sampling something like i was saying like probably just motown style stuff but mm-hmm. still like he he has a, a wide range of stuff that it seems like he appreciates because he's pulled some some random shit <laughs> um and it's interesting 
whenever you hear something and it's it gets sampled and maybe you weren't familiar with the song. I don't know what what I what I prefer if it's a sample that I've never heard or a sample that I have. Because they I both have their one, uh, have their good uses. I, I feel like if it's one that I know already, sometimes I end up being like, "Really, you sampled that?" Well, I just want to listen to that song instead. <laughs> right. Like for for example, um Oh god, which uh which track was it? It was a Rihanna track that she sampled. I do not recall. Oh god damn it. Oh, she sampled um Tainted Love. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, who the fuck are you to have sampled this incredible song? <laughs> <laughs> and then like but then there's other times where people you know sample shit for a long time there were some people who didn't realize that kanye west sampled daft punk oh jesus christ for stronger <laughs> but whenever, that was like the, kanye what how how do you not know that's like a thing that he was known for doing <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know like I yes, power was a fucking King Crimson sample. Like yes, <laughs> and also uh, that other one. He sampled two different things for that. Because twenty first century schizoid man, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's a good track. Mm. It's it's an interesting one because it's. I I'll, I'm a I'm gonna come clean with everybody right now, uh, because. Genius was not there for me to look up the lyrics to a lot of this. Uh, I also had a hard time with some of this because I also just can't focus that well on these tracks. Uh, so I wasn't really picking up a whole lot of stuff. But some of this track, now listening to it here, it's, I can't decide what side of this he's on. Because in some ways this track, it sounded to me, on my la on my last listen when I was taking notes, it sounded kind of sarcastic. I can't tell if he's being earnest with me here. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sounded very much like a, yeah, just smile. There's nothing going on that needs addressed in the world. Just keep looking happy. It's great. <laughs> but I can't tell if he's saying that unironically now. I doubt it. Because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to do that. But then again, I don't know what Esham's about sometimes. He's a very confusing person. Sometimes yeah. he, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to just look at this one at face value and think that he just wanted to have this send off <laughs> on a positive note. Sure. I mean, he does so, say... I think, like, the last thing that he said in the verse where he says, like, a smiling face is all you have, like, that is a line that is can make the rest of this seem entirely earnest, but also note how fucking wrong that is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. No, so I get what you maybe, mean. So maybe that's where he's at. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And with that, that is A1 Yola. We did it. Somehow. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> Look at us now. So what Started do you, from the bottom, what do you and think? now we're here. Shut up. 
I went into this not looking forward to doing this album because of the reservations that I had before. And I like a couple more songs than I did before. Nice. I think that this is, unfortunately, one of the most left-field releases that Psychopathic has put out. It kind of seems like 05 is a bit of a weird point. Um between this and uh jump steady master of the flying guillotine are records that are just kind of they exist in psychopathic's history but aren't really referenced mm-hmm. too much and well i'm not necessarily saying that that's at the fault of the artists themselves it i think is just the time and i don't know how well this album was promoted back then um whether this was very well received by fans at the time i know there's Uh, people nowadays who love it i know that this this charted very well Mm -hmm. um if not i i think it was at the very least comparable to repentance Mm -hmm. if not better okay okay so my thing is is as we know, this was Isham's last solo outing with Psychopathic. He would not, um, he would not release another solo record for another, I believe it's three years. Um, by then, he was long gone off Psychopathic. He's only featured on one other project, a group project that we'll get to, um, with the exception of a couple guest spots here and there. But I do feel like this is a bit of a downer compared to what we have with Repentance. Like I said, I enjoyed that album a lot more than I initially thought that I would whenever we talked about it back then. And while I do like more stuff on this now than I did back then, it still does not do much for me. All it is now is I am going to listen to a couple more songs now, but Bolivia is still the best one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry to say that and again if there's anybody who really enjoys this album I'm glad that you do but it's just this one's not for me and I don't think that this was the best one for Isham to leave psychopathic with it's fair but yeah uh for just to just to have this on here for the record uh 48 on top R&B hip hop and 176 on the Billboard 200 uh, Repentance doesn't have anything on the Billboard, so maybe it didn't chart at all. But seventy-one mm-hmm. on top R&B hip-hop albums. So okay, so this did perform better than it significantly. Well, there you go. So yeah, this, like I said at the very beginning, I think he went into this with a very interesting idea—the concept of, you know crafting these three characters and you know talking about their different perspectives in in this whole thing is really interesting i think that there's a lot can be done with that but to me it didn't feel like he was telling like three different characters stories it feels like he's just telling a series of stories that I would expect a rapper to tell about mm. <laughs> like with what he's talking like I 
I could hear these on being on like any album without a person going in with that intention. Like this just sounds like a person talking about different aspects of their life. Whenever he's talking As... about like a kingpin dude, he's talking like he's talking about like what like that's that's rap party music. Like I'm getting the money. I'm doing the things. I'm having the good times. Right. And I think to piggyback off of that, it's not as though they really connect with each other. Yeah. It, it'd be different if he put a name to the characters. Uh, not even that. But, it's but just I if, think it's, if th- he, it's far too general. Yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't he doesn't dig into like this character. He's mm. digging into a character who is like this. <laughs> like there's a difference between those to me. Like he's right. not he's not getting to the heart of things. He's not talking about who they are. It's just kind of what they do and mixed in is just normal Esham stuff. Like Wicket is not it's not that. Yeah, that has nothing to do with <laughs> with the overall theme that he's So I mean created. like I don't consider this a concept album. It's just an album. Even if he had like a like sure he had an idea going into it for this stuff, but Ultimately, this isn't like an album where he is seeking to tell a specific story or anything like that. In some ways, he is, but the story is really just about that kind of life. And mm-hmm. in in some areas, he does touch upon these different people and the way that they have to live in that kind of world. And like, right. you know, like I said, there, there, in, there are areas of this where I feel like he really locks into something and makes a good connection on stuff. It's just not a lot of it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, you know, overall I'm not like, it's not like, Oh man, I wasted time on this album. Nah, there's good stuff on here. This is definitely, a, uh, this is definitely an album where you can, you can pull some tracks off of here and be like, yeah, this is good shit. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, uh, I wouldn't take the majority of it, if I'm being honest. That is completely fair. But I would take Bolivia. I would Last. take Smiley Faces. I would take Bolivia. Hmm. I would take Bolivia. That one's rough, huh? (laughs) I'd take Bolivia, for sure. (laughs) My favorite ongoing joke. I think I'd even take Smiley Faces and maybe Bolivia. Throw another Bolivia on there. (laughs) I'd take... uh, Hidden Track on Unhappy. That was was the president, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that one. Okay. I will also go with Bolivia. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. Is is it fair if I take Unhappy because it also has President on there? Because I like fair. both. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's a single track. Then, I mean, I'd have to take the whole thing. <laughs> and then... See, I really like Pill Me, the hidden track on Just a Hustler, but I don't care for Just a Hustler as much, so I don't want to take that. I think I'm gonna go Difficult. with uh, with track sixteen, the the question mark one, because huh? I, I I I digs that. Okay. Shit hits hard. Just just not with any weight to it. Right. 
I don't know it's what the hell I get rid of. I like, I don't know, Wicket. I don't care. Yeah. Yoka Cola. The enemy, or rather the enemies? entire album. Enemies was okay. Yeah, enemies was was okay. Never mind. Um, I would. Fuck. I didn't even think about this because I just didn't care for most of this album. Uh, I'm gonna throw out "Fall into the Fire." Okay, that's just something that I looked at. Damn. <laughs> and that is a one Yola. That's a one Yola. Guys, thank you. Don't put it on your steaks. Doesn't belong there. <laughs> you might enjoy your steaks more, actually. <laughs> I guess you might have a hankering for more steak. <laughs> Use it sparingly. You don't want to over A1 Yola your steak. <laughs> put your put your steak in the toaster like that TikTok video showed. Oh no. And just douse it in some A1 Yola after. <laughs> Get a big whiff of it. <laughs> really take in the aroma. <laughs> Then grab your knife and fork. Go in for another sniff. This smells really good. (laughs) (laughs) So, all you fine listeners, let us know what you thought about A1 Yola. What tracks do you like? What tracks don't you like? Do you agree with our masterful insight and our opinions on this? You probably don't. That's but that's okay. okay. <laughs> I'd like to hear other uh, viewpoints on this because, again, the stuff that he is talking about is very far removed from our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, you know, I don't have that. You know? Right. You know? Right. I, the most that I could say is, like, I went to school with some people who had a grow house which is pretty fucking mild in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> we're yeah. in, we're in a like we're in suburbia, in fucking Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's nothing here like that. Just depression. <laughs> <laughs> standard sub, the standard depression of suburbia. Yeah, and you know, whatever. <laughs> Exactly. So I'd like to hear the perspectives of people who have something to say about this, who have who who can like connect to stuff and be like, nah, I mean this is like something some real shit here. Right. Or maybe just be like, well no, who cares? He's he's just talking about this shit and I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> you know, one but, way or the other. I don't care. <laughs> but how could they let us know their thoughts? And well, their insight. We've got us some social medias. We do. We got a Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. We have a Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. We have an Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. We have an email address. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. And uh, we have personal Twitter accounts at Schmeeve and at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. You can also hit me up on my Instagram at Straight Edge Juggalo. 
I think that's it. Yeah, I don't I don't Instagram. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Most people chat to me on on Instagram. Whether it's Instagram DMs or Twitter DMs, which they don't, don't want, have they don't, don't want me to a, see it. <laughs> which, well, it's funny whenever Dustin will send me a meme or something, I'm like, please tell me you showed this to Shmeev too, and he's like, Yeah, I already did. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that talks to me, and then every once in a while I get messages from somebody else because you're having a conversation with them about something and they hit me up talking like like I know what the fuck they're saying to me, and I'm like, We don't <laughs> We don't live together. <laughs> yeah, there's there's times whenever um, you'll see the notification for uh, like a comment or something on the Juggalo Judgment Twitter, and then I have <laughs> no idea what's going on. And then I happen to see that you had like a five tweet conversation. I'm like, what the fuck? Where was I for this? <laughs> I try to let you know sometimes, but I forget very often. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So, yeah, go ahead and, and hit us up and... Um, just know in case you haven't, but you probably should by now, I do solo episodes on our off weeks. It's true. Just chatting about this and that. Generally, the stuff that I've gotten that's new music to listen to and giving some info on, um, you know, the current happenings because, I don't know, I like bullshitting. It's fun. It's true. He I does. actually, I actually am missing a stream right now, but that's okay. I'm probably not going to watch it tonight. Damn. <laughs> As it's it's Wednesday right now, but that's okay. So yeah, go ahead and hit us up, and uh, and let us know what you guys think. We always appreciate it. Yeah. And with now, all that said, it's time for all of us to finish your fagos. Finish your bangs. That's probably a terrible idea. Lights in action, main attraction, paper, make everything better, best believe it. And I love to receive it. Billionaire status achieve it still. Later.